You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Power Hour, DJ Glasser filling in for Nick Costos. I'll be back tomorrow. Ken Barkley alongside You Better You Bet presented by BetMGM. Ken, real quick, I love the clip when uh, you guys had Iron Eagle on and he was digging that song. That's probably the greatest thing ever. That's awesome. Up, every Jake. time I hear that, every, every time I hear that now, yeah. that's all I think of is how Iron Eagle love that song. Great stuff. Hour left to go in the show here uh, until 7 o'clock Eastern time and then Bet MGM tonight with Ryan, Tristan, Nick to take over. Continue watching our show on twitch.tv slash BetQL, YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports or on the Odyssey app. And, uh, Ken, we're having a great conversation about Super Bowl MVP. We're looking at the Chiefs' side. You're making a really good case of maybe some of the other guys to look at for Kansas City's roster outside of Mahomes. I think San Francisco is so intriguing, right? Because normally, when you're looking at the MVP market, obviously you gravitate towards the quarterbacks. I mean, as you were mentioning, historically, like it goes to a quarterback. But because of the skill weapons on San Francisco, and the narrative around Purdy and that, you know, it's McCaffrey, it's Debo, it's Kittle, Ayuk, all these other guys. Like, I think it really makes it interesting from that standpoint. That's a big reason why I took McCaffrey because the guy just seemingly scores a touchdown or two every single game. But this matchup specifically, like the Chiefs don't give up rushing touchdowns, which is why his price might not seem as great as you would think, especially in the anytime touchdown market. It's only minus 200 there where it's like minus 300 or above in every single game that he plays. So when you're looking at San Francisco, is it Purdy for you? Like, do you think that narrative maybe of being Mr. Irrelevant and going up against this pass defense, like if he's able to win, especially if he's like able to outduel Mahomes almost, like if his statistics are better there, or do you think that it would end up being one of the other guys at the skill position? No, I mean, it's a great question. and. I find myself more confused by the Niners and what to do. The Chiefs, I I have a plan of attack and I'm really confident. And I'm I'm honestly like really excited to learn, even if I'm wrong. I'm like, when they won yesterday, one of the first things I thought was like, we're going to figure out if I'm right. Like, we're just, we're going to, and that maybe the Niners win and we don't, but like, we're really, we're in the game now. Like, we're going to figure out if I'm, like, it's so cool. We're going to figure out if I'm right about this. And even if I'm wrong, like, who well, who cares? I do. But like, even if we're wrong, like, oh man, like, I just, I want to know, like, I just, when push comes to shove, are you going to give it to Kelsey? Are you going to give it to Rasheed Rice if he's 13 for 120? Like, are you going to, are you, are you? Because I, I think Kelsey would have won MVP of the last two games if they had handed out and if they were Super Bowls and Mahomes had two already. Uh, with the Niners, my sense is probably, so let's, most important thing, how does the market have it? The market has it like Brock Purdy is one of the most unlikely quarterbacks to ever win Super Bowl MVP if his team wins. The discrepancy yeah. between the Niners' price and Purdy's price is noticeable. 
And so even if you like McCaffrey and you bet McCaffrey or like you have a great price, so it's not really for you, but like if you like McCaffrey this week or you like Debo this week or you like Ayuk this week or Kittle or, or Nick Bosa or Fred Warner or what, I mean, God, I mean, how many all pros do they have on this team? Trent Williams, uh, Kyle Juszczyk, whatever. If you like everybody on this team, it's kind of like, all right, well, the market has it almost like Purdy's not going to win. Like that's how the market has it. So in order to bet into that, you have to actually think it's even crazier than that. Like it's so, it's actually less likely. That's my holdup. I'm somewhere between, I either just agree with this. Yeah, like he's less likely. Okay, no bet. Or he's Mr. Irrelevant and he'd beat Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl. Really? Not him? Really? Like, are you sure? And so that's that's the interesting part with me with them is almost like it is contrarian, I guess, on both teams because the Chiefs and now the Chiefs, the market is it's Mahomes shut up about everyone else. And the Niners, it's it's everyone else shut up about Purdy. And I'm like the opposite on both. I feel like like if I bet the Niners, I'd bet if I like the Niners in the game, like 220 on a team that's favored and he's the quarterback and he would beat. He's never won this before. He's never been in the game before. Their identity is not an all time defense. They're honestly and I'll be curious what you think their identity is. I think in the regular season, maybe it was something. But like in the regular season, he was number one in everything. And he would have won MVP if they didn't play the Ravens. If the team scheduled other opponents, he would have just won the one MVP probably, or at least would have been close with him and Lamar. He was number one in everything. Uh, In the two playoff games, their identity has been they suck for a while and he bails them out in both games. The identity is not McCaffrey. If you've watched the games, you, like it's just that's not what it's been. And he can still play great, and he's the offensive player of the year. He's awesome. Of course, he can win. But like their identity, about this identity question, they're kind of balanced too. But it's I think it's been way more Purdy as like why did they win? Like they won because he killed it at the end. That's why they won. Like who would have won the MVP of both games? And he didn't even play well. <laughs> like would he have been the MVP yesterday of the game? Would that have been what it like? Is it is it Ayuk? Is it somebody else? Like I don't even know who would have won, but I think if it's I don't know who would have won. It's the quarterback because he's never won before and he's Mister right. Irrelevant and it's this great story. Like so, I'm I feel like I'm the zag on both teams versus the market. I'm much less confident though in the Niners and like that I would go bet that than I am with the Chiefs that like these lottery tickets on non Mahomes I think are like more alive than people think. What do you make of the Niners part? Like what do you think their identity is? It's a good question. I I really Insane don't know. Talent. I think that's basically the right. I think yeah. it's yeah, talent. It's almost like that saying, Ken, like uh, jack of all trades, master of none. You know what I mean? It's like they sure. almost have like too many options that they don't. They're not like great at like anything. Like they're not this greatest passing team in the world. They're not the greatest running team, but they just have such good players at all these different positions that it's almost like they can kind of do anything they want. You combine the talent with the guy calling the plays and it's just like this perfect co- combination. So yeah, it, it does make it tricky. You bring up a great pri- uh, point too on just the price on Purdy for like being a quarterback on one of the teams the in the Super Bowl, who, who by the way is favored in the game, right? Like it's crazy that he's plus 220. The odds for uh, people listening on the radio side, Mahomes is your favorite at plus 120, Purdy plus 220, McCaffrey plus 450. Kelsey 12 to 1, and then you got a big drop off of Pacheco at 35 to 1, Debo 30 to 1, Ayuk 50 to 1, and Rasheed Rice 
at 60 to one. Um, and then George Kittle at 80 to one before you get into some defensive players. So I'm with you. It, it feels like if Kansas City does win, especially with the stat lines that Mahomes has had through the playoffs, um, and Kelsey continues to do what he's been doing, like I think Kelsey's going to win it. I think there is value on some of the secondary players in Kansas City, whereas I, I don't really feel like there's value on any of the 49ers defenders. You know, like a lot of these guys are huge names, right? Like Bosa, Defensive Player of the Year. Fred Warner, maybe the best linebacker in football. We've talked about how many great players they have on defense, but their defense just isn't playing well, so I don't think there's any value there. Um, if I personally had to bet a guy on San Francisco, I think I would look at Debo at 30 to one. That to me would be the guy just because the chiefs are so good at not giving up opposing touchdowns to running backs. What Debo's able to do rushing, receiving kind of this narrative around him when he was questionable to play against Detroit, him missing the Packers game, like how impactful he is. Um, and it just, you know, he's he's great in the postseason, and it just feels like this kind of game plan could work well for him. Zay Flowers obviously had a great game against Kansas City, so I kind of lean towards Debo. I don't know if I'm going to bet anybody, though, on San Francisco. Like, obviously, I have my McCaffrey ticket at 7-1. to That's kind of the only guy I like, whereas there there are certainly some players on Kansas City that would intrigue me on offense and defense. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you on San Fran. I, I think I agree. On, like Debo is kind of interesting. It's worth noting just as we continue to lead up to the game two weeks, obviously, and we'll talk about everything. You know, one angle will be injuries, right? Like is Tooney going to play for the Chiefs? Is Willie Gay going to play mm-hmm. for the Chiefs? Be a huge part of their defense potentially and game planning to stop Brock Purdy in the San Francisco offense. Uh, but then the other part is just a week off for Debo Samuel and Isaiah Pacheco might end up being like a big deal in terms of like what the quality of the performance you get from both players. So look like Debo is a really compelling player. One advantage you have by betting Debo, and I'm not betting him, but that's a case for him over Ayuk or Kittle or, you know, an ancillary pass catcher is like, they do have some designed runs for him. Like he can generate explosive plays without Purdy being connected to them. And at a big price, like he's kind of a pseudo running back, whereas a running back like McCaffrey will always be a low price because his results and Purdy's results are less connected. He can catch passes too, but like it'll be more about him than about like the throw Purdy makes or something like that. So it is kind of an advantage for Debo. Like they'll have some kind of trick design stuff for him that's about him and it's not about Purdy. So I I think that's a little interesting. Um, But I I just can't get over the price discrepancy between Purdy and the Niners to win. I just like, if that's what it's going to be, it's hard for me to see that and think that the valuable bet is still a skill position player. Like, no, no, no. Like the market is heavily leaning into McCaffrey and skill position players. It's hard for me to believe like the quarterback isn't just the good bet. If I, if I like really talk myself into the, into the Niners, there's another aspect of this, which I just want to get into here for a minute, PJ, because I think this is really interesting. And this is. So for, you know, people who have followed the show even for a week or two, I am heavy Pacheco. And then last week, heavy Kelsey and Rishi Rice. I have the three of those. Like, we're going to the finish line with huge numbers, and we'll see how it goes. There is an aspect of this that's going to get really interesting because I am going to try to make it really interesting in the next two weeks. Uh, do you know how the voting for Super Bowl MVP works? Like, are you No, I your, don't. I was going to ask your you Super that. Bowl MVP voting? No. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. It does not work like some awards work. Uh, the award is broken into a pie chart of an 80% and a 20%. And the 
is media members. I think that would be very intuitive to people who follow like these awards, final foremost, outstanding player, NBA finals, MVP, like the in the end of championship type stuff. Usually it's the media that votes and 80% of this is like that. The other 20% is fan voting and it occurs on cell phones and like tablets. And it occurs from people who are watching the game. This is a tremendous advantage for Travis Kelsey. This is, yeah. he, he has the, and if you're listening to this and you have followed us and you have bet these things, and if you know anyone in your life who's like a big Taylor Swift fan and is like getting into football, NFL's got record audiences. We get like attracting a lot of female viewers to the game. It's like a new demographic that's consuming football this year. It's been very popular, obviously. If you know people who fit this criteria, I would feel free to mention to them and for them to tell their friends and anyone else who might be a Taylor Swift fan, that they can vote for Travis Kelsey to win MVP and have an impact on him actually winning Super Bowl MVP in the game. Because if this becomes a thing and he gets 99% of the 20% of the vote, because, you know, a lot of people show up to vote for him for a very specific reason, you can put your thumb on the scale here. And I would just, you know, do whatever you want with that information. If you want to tell to people and tell them to tell people and tell them to tell people, tweet at some some Taylor Swift fan accounts, maybe. Maybe we're gonna do that next week. Like, yeah, you can you could vote for her boyfriend to win Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be really cool for him to win Super Bowl MVP and she's there? Wouldn't that be so awesome that you would want it to happen? And that's 20% of the vote. So again, Mahomes wow. is insanely popular too. I think that is potentially doesn't have to play out this way. That might be potentially an interesting wrinkle that I will explore a lot next week. Uh, and, and we'll kind of see how it goes. It, it, it provides like just even a fun talking point for it's close. It's close. Mahomes 250 and one, 250 and two. Kelsey, the game he had yesterday or against Buffalo fan voting. What do you think's going to happen? And like everyone, I, I love people that call on everybody dumb for betting Kelsey, which is everywhere. Bet the quarterbacks. Kelsey's the obvious, every, everyone's going to bet him. Well, everyone's going to bet him and then everyone's going to pick up their phone and be a part of the 20%. So who do you want to be on? Like, again, like it's, it's dumb until it wins would be the right way to think about this. Uh, I just, you know, um, you can miss me with all that stuff. Like I just, this is, this is a thing. I think Mahomes is not as live as anybody thinks. And I think if they win, there's a lot of, look at how the games have played out in this postseason be blind to think that these have been led by Mahomes stellar statistical games. They haven't. It's not the identity of the team. Uh, he can win sometimes. He could play great. If he plays average, I think he's got almost no shot if he plays average, honestly. If we get a kind of game like we got yesterday, or we get a kind of game like we got against Buffalo, I don't I don't think he's gonna win. <laughs> and I I don't I I'm really confident in that. And at best part PJ, I could be wrong. Like it's cool. If yeah. I'm wrong it's minus a little bit. If I'm right, I buy a new house. Like these are the kind of decisions you want to be in on. The prices are outrageous. So it's a good place to be. That is a good place to be. Do you, have you looked at the uh, Super Bowl like position market for MVP? Like running back plus 350, wide receiver plus 800, tight end tough, plus right? 900. It is. I, th I think what I'd be more interested in is a two-way on Mahomes and I'd bet no for a lot. I think I'd be more interested in that. Like if it's like if if somebody really wants to deal like Mahomes one twenty yes minus one sixty no or something, uh, I'll bet the no. So if anybody sees that, mm. like feel free to send it along, and I'll you know 
whatever. I'm not going to put like my life savings on it, but I think that's like a really good bet because the Niners obviously can win. And I think Mahomes is less live. That's the perfect way to express that opinion, even if you think I'm stupid or crazy. A lot of good stuff there on Super Bowl MVP. Obviously, two weeks away from the big game between the Niners and the Chiefs. We're talking college basketball on the other side of the break. P.J. Glasser, Ken Barkley, You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM.